When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Gushin Impact severs ties with a voice actor accused of dating fans. Ew. For February 17th, 2023, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, the developers behind Payday are working on a live-action adaptation. Xbox rolls out their power-saving features, and we'll check out the week that was in video game news with the Friday Replay. Last week, Geshin Impact voice actor Elliot Gindy was accused of being in relationships with multiple fans, with some claiming to be underage at the time of those relationships. Gindy was also accused of relationship abuse in the form of pressuring victims for nude photographs, along with threatening suicide if the victims ever went public with their stories. Gindy later confirmed most of the allegations in a Twitlonger post, though denies willful wrongdoing and contacting minors. At the same time, Kotaku reached out to Hoyoverse to ask if Gindy would lose his role in Geshin Impact, and Hoyoverse responded that their voice acting studio is working on an urgent solution. Which brings us to yesterday, when Hoyoverse announced on Twitter, quote, After communications with the voice recording agency, we hereby confirm that Elliot Gindy, the English voice actor for... I don't know what that character's name is, and nor do I care, will no longer be voicing the character in subsequent versions due to a breach of contract. Hoyoverse continued to detail how they will be recasting and re-recording all of Gindy's lines in Geshin Impact. Hoyoverse will also update the player base on the project through Geshin Impact's patch notes. While it's unclear if Gindy will see criminal punishment for his abusive behavior with fans or not, Gindy losing his job and the platform to prey on fans is a good first step. That's the first time in a while a AAA gaming company did the right thing, and in a timely fashion.
Starbury Studios, the developer behind the Payday series, released their financial report this week. And while the studio seems to be doing fine with its recent investment of $50 million from Koch Media, Starbreeze is confident that they can deliver Payday 3 sometime this year. But that really isn't the interesting thing out of this financial report. The weird and baffling part is Starbreeze has plans to adapt the Payday game universe into a TV or film series. Starbreeze has partnered with the production company Stockholm Syndrome to make these adaptations. Stockholm Syndrome CEO Greg Lipstone cited the recent success of HBO's The Last of Us and Netflix's The Witcher as reasons why it's a good idea to make a live-action adaptation of Payday. Which, to be honest, isn't really a good litmus test to judge if another game will be a good adaptation or not. And I've got my doubts if a stealth tactical shooter that has very little story would be a good adaptation. Though, it does give Stockholm Syndrome a blank canvas to work with, to make a heist-based TV series with vague references to Payday. Microsoft rolled out its February update for Xbox, and it introduces some of the new energy-saving features that were tested out on Xbox Insiders last month. The CarbonWare update feature was the one feature added. If users opt in, supported Xbox consoles will now schedule game downloads and updates during times of lower carbon emission using regional carbon intensity data. The only bad part of this update is that it requires users to opt in. The other features that are still being tested with Xbox Insiders are active hours and shutdown mode power settings. However, Microsoft did add other features with the February Xbox update. Google Home app users can now use their phone as a touch controller, allowing users to use remote features including turning on and off the console, recording game clips, and volume controls. Microsoft also added the ability to turn off dynamic backgrounds when choosing games on the Xbox S and X, allowing users to pick stationary colors to replace the animated game art. Overall, this update seems to be a good step in limiting the impact of gaming on the environment. And other than the right-wing nutjobs crying about how woke Xbox has gotten, I haven't heard any complaints about these new features. So hopefully you Xbox users out there will opt in and do basically the bare minimum to even start offsetting the individual impact we have on the environment. It is Friday once again, and that means that it's time to check out an Apple podcast review. This one comes to us from KDog412, who left a five-star review. He says, great, informative podcast. This podcast is getting better and better each day. Nate keeps the stories short and sweet, hitting on all the issues and putting a little of his own perspective in them. Thank you so much, K-Dog. I really appreciate the review. Be like K-Dog and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Podchaser, and Amazon. Let us know how we're doing and we'll read it here on Fridays on the show. All right, with it being Friday, let's check out some of the biggest stories from this week in gaming with the Friday Replay. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. 
When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The Indie Game Digital Marketplace Itch.io has curated another amazing bundle to benefit their creators on the platform. This time around, Itch.io is taking a firm stance against the recently released Hogwarts Legacy and offering an alternative to lining J.K. Rowling's pockets with more money with the Trans Witches Are Witches bundle. For $60, you get access to over $300 worth of witch and magic-themed art, music, and games, both digital and tabletops all created by 57 LGBTQI plus creators on the platform, with all proceeds being distributed equally between the 57 creators. Overall, the reason that we've been quiet about Hogwarts Legacy is because we didn't want to pay lip service to the game in any way. The writing was on the wall that this game was going to be successful two weeks ago when the pre-orders were topping 500,000. It's also disappointing to see the Hogwarts Legacy boycott becoming such a marketing farce, skyrocketing its appeal due in most part to the controversies surrounding J.K. Rowling and her somewhat anti-Semitic wizarding world. With that being said, both Aaron and myself didn't want to cover Hogwarts Legacy to add to the marketing of the game. So instead of paying more lip service to Hogwarts Legacy, we'd highly encourage you to check out the Trans Witches Are Witches itch.com IO campaign. A link will be provided in today's show description. While the release of Metroid Prime Remaster was well-received by fans and was a surprise at the Nintendo Direct last week, Metroid Prime Remaster was also Nintendo's next installment of credit snubbing. For those unaware of what credit snubbing is, it's a practice of leaving off names in the credits of games and really any creative or collaborative work. Nintendo did exactly that by crediting the original creators of Metroid Prime with a title card that reads, quote, based on the work of Metroid Prime, the original Nintendo GameCube and Wii version development staff. This doesn't even acknowledge the original studio behind Metroid Prime, which is Retro Studio. However, the credit snub by Nintendo doesn't just stop at the original creators of the game. Pointed out by multiple former Metroid Prime Remaster staff on Twitter, many developers who left during the development were left off the credits entirely, with some being listed under Special Thanks instead of being listed with their title and department. As of this recording, Nintendo has not commented on this issue. And at the end of the day, this isn't the first time Nintendo has done this. Metroid Prime Dread had multiple reports of developers being left off the credits. 
Now look, if you're wondering why this is a huge deal not to credit people at the end of games or really any collaborative work, crediting is the only way for development and creators to show that they actually worked on that project. And it affects future career prospects if you're left off the credits of a project that you worked on. Because there's no other tangible way to show that you did that work on that project. And Nintendo is weaponizing its credits to punish developers that apparently don't show enough loyalty to the company. Despite many of these developers working on these projects for several months and years to make these games. With Microsoft battling it out with regulatory bodies around the world over the $68.7 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard, little admissions have slipped out of the tech giant in response to these regulatory bodies. Like last year, Microsoft admitted that Sony's PlayStation user base is larger than the Xbox player base, and that PlayStation exclusives were better quality than Xbox exclusives. Though with the UK's Competition and Markets Authority concluding its Phase 2 investigation, a pretty interesting admission fell out of Microsoft. In one of the responses to the CMA, Microsoft outlined that Xbox Game Pass actually lowers game sales, meaning that the games on Xbox Game Pass tend to sell less standalone copies due to the service. This directly contradicts what's been claimed by Microsoft in the past. Notably, Xbox boss Phil Spencer in 2018 said that the Xbox Game Pass led to increased sales. When asked for clarification, Microsoft didn't dispute that the Xbox Game Pass does lead to fewer sales of a game. Though Microsoft argues the subscription model is still attractive to developers to launch games to a wider audience, despite the risk of lower initial individual sales. Overall, it's fascinating to see all of these little admissions from Microsoft, because we wouldn't see Microsoft or any other game company be this transparent with the public without regulatory intervention. Have you ever been to a pawn shop or maybe a used game shop just rummaging through the small selection of retro games? If you have, you've probably stumbled upon many cartridge games that have people's names written on them. Sometimes even old addresses with messages like, please return here. For many collectors, that usually drives the resale price down and requires a little effort to remove the sharpie names. Though one person in Tokyo, Junji Seki, has created an entire museum in Tokyo dedicated to defaced collectibles. Seki created the Named Cassette Museum in 2015 for the sole purpose to document and eventually return these games to their original owners. Though there are some caveats to getting your old games back. Seki requires you to let him deliver the game by hand to you. You must buy back the game for a price of your choosing, and you must let the named cassette museum document the history of the cartridge, like memories of playing the game or how or why you lost the game in the first place. 
Secchi is even looking to decipher the handwriting on these cartridges, down to figuring out why some people chose to capitalize certain letters when marking their games. Overall, the concept of the name Cassette Museum is absolutely fascinating. The fact that someone like Junji Seki is dedicating the time to finding the people behind the Sharpie marks is remarkable, pun intended. Because everyone who does end up collecting retro games always wonders about the journey that marked cartridge took, and Seki is documenting that journey. So if you're one of the many who has ever marked your old cartridges, the named Cassette Museum has an English side of their website as well, letting people around the world see their once lost game that made it to Tokyo. If you're interested in looking for your old games, a link to the website will be provided in today's show description. All right, that's another week in the books for Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back on Monday for even more video game news. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Podchaser, and Amazon. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.